Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Coffee and Ketchup podcast. I am Zan or Evangelina Scott, whatever you feel like calling me today. And I also have with me. I'm Megan. My name is always just Megan. Very boring. <laughs> always just Megan. Yeah, you don't always have as many identity crises as I do. <laughs> well, it depends. If weird old people come up to me on the streets or weird men come up to me on the streets, my name is Alex. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> This is completely off topic of the introduction of this podcast, but I just got to say, do you remember when I changed my name to Alex and I had everybody calling me Alex? Vaguely, yes. I mean, it's not technically changing my name because my name's Eva Alexandra. Yeah, Yeah, you kind of just like, I mean, I used to date a guy in school who like exclusively went by his middle name and no one knew for like three years that his first name was something completely different. So using your middle name as a name is not that weird. No, actually, the, I'm not sure if you know this, but my, my parents messed that up and my middle name is not legally Alexandra. My first name is legally Alexandra. Wait, what? My, my first name is legally Eva Alexandra. That's why it's on all my documents. Oh, like you have a double barrel first name. Yeah, because they messed Alexandra it up. Alexandra instead of Eva middle name. Oh my God. Yeah, but would you expect anything less from my parents? I mean, at least Eva Alexandra isn't that weird. Like, it's not as if you have a really long, you know, like Vangelina Alexandra or, you know, like two <laughs> yeah. really long first names. That would be weird. Yeah, thank God. I'm they sure in America easy. you're normal. I feel like a lot of American kids have like double barrel first names. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But it's I'm just- getting this off of Teen Mom. <laughs> Yeah, it's annoying for documents, but you know what? I decided I'm going to use neither of those now. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> anyway, today's... Cool. Uh, it is cool. It sounds cooler than Eva, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, today we're not going to be talking about our names, unfortunately, because that would not fill up an entire episode. <laughs> we are going to be talking about work, which is sounds boring at first glance, but this is going to be really fun. And, uh, there are rants coming, many, many rants into it. But before we begin, we got to do two things. Firstly, Megan, what kind of coffee have you got today? I have, yet again, a double chalk mocha, the same as the other week. Uh, my brother bought another pack, and they're actually very good. <laughs> I really want some. Shout out to a double chalk mocha from... <laughs> I can't remember what brand they're from. Just a shout out to all the double shot mochas out there. Double shot mochas. <laughs> I said double shot mocha. Everybody got what I meant. It's fine. Well, for <laughs> my coffee, I have what was an almond milk cappuccino, but the um, the foam has since dissipated and it's now just milky coffee. <laughs> well, uh, on the topic of work, the last job I have, I had to make coffee and uh, I almost never made it with enough foam because I didn't know how to use the foamer correctly. Oh. <laughs> so everybody got a latte, sometimes it had chocolate on top if you ordered a cappuccino, but it was never foamy enough. Oh, no. I will remember not to ask you to foam me milk then. I'll just do all the milk foaming. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. The other thing to update people on before we continue with the work conversation is in the last episode we talked about education and if you remember I told you guys I was waiting for them to confirm my registration didn't know what was happening with that but they've confirmed it I'm a student I've submitted assignments and done things and gone to lectures so it's all good now yeah 
And if you guys want to keep more up to date with that, you updated people on your YouTube channel. So, you know, guys, if you want to stay up, we only, we only upload podcasts every two weeks. So if you want to stay up to date with Eva, then you got to go over to, or Zan, you got to go over to their channel. But um, me, this is probably the most updates you're going to get. I don't update <laughs> people on much on anything. I've been on Twitter recently, but that might blow over eventually. <laughs> Twitter's always a phase to me. Uh, what's your username on Twitter and Instagram for people who want to find you? Megan underscore MCGR. It's the same on all social media types. Perfect. And if you want to follow the podcast on social media, it's CACU podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. So you can follow us there. Yeah, we got to get Zan to say it all the time because I look it up. I, I, I try and say it like a radio presenter. I channel my inner radio presenter to say it like CACU. You did sound very like radio, especially like the lead in to the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Very like radio presenter. They need to put me on the radio. I want to be on 98FM. I want to be on Dublin Talks because I listen to that every day, two hours every day. Oh, you're listening to Dublin Radio in Macedonia? Yes, I am. That's how I keep up to date with what's happening in Ireland. Otherwise, I won't know. So (laughs) I keep up to date through social media. That's probably not a great method nah it's it's better than some it's fine (laughs) right so for work i think it would be good if we give like an overview of of the people for the people of the jobs that we've had that is a really difficult sentence to say so why don't you tell us where you've worked what you've worked what your life is okay so i started off i feel like when you're a student there's like two main jobs that you go into which is like retail or like waitressing and I had both (laughs) I started in retail originally helping out my mom in this like wool shop she used to work in over the summer and she sort of like pay me under the counter and then I worked in a bookstore just for Christmas once that was great um and then I kept trying to get retail jobs I couldn't find anything um, and then a friend of mine worked in a 50s American retro style restaurant that they have in Ireland. That's a chain. I'm not going to name it, but I'm pretty sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, a friend of mine was a supervisor at one of those places. Uh, he recommended me to his boss and I got a job there and it was hell. It was hell. And then when I left there, Uh, I had a job for a few months in a different restaurant, which was more like a family-owned place. It was a lot chiller, a lot better. But then COVID happened, and now I don't have a job. (laughs) What a roller coaster. What a ride. Well, for me, I started off in customer service. Oh, dear Lord. Um, So I was working for a company that outsourced um, to Canada. So this was in Macedonia. And... um, I was basically working for two different Canadian pizza chains. Can't say the names of them, but I would just basically be taking pizza orders all night, which, sure, that sounds chill. It's not. <laughs> it's it's really not. Um, thankfully, after that, in the same company, got promoted to head of dispatch for another outsourcing project, uh, which was a lot smaller, and, you know, I was higher up. So that was nice. Better hours, too. <laughs> And after that, what did I do? Where did I work and where did I go? 
after that, I worked as a content writer. That was it for an online magazine, um, writing very, very brainless articles and losing my brain cells every day and writing stuff I didn't care about, pretending to be a straight American woman with a lot of relationship problems. A lot. <laughs> like, more than you would expect. Uh, and then after that, I left that job. I trained to be a uh, web developer for a while, full stack, and um, did that. Realized I hated that got a job in customer support, which is very different to customer service. This was more tech related. Worked there for a while. And now I don't work there anymore. I'm now a full-time YouTuber. So that is the, the line of life career. Goal, life goal achieved. <laughs> yes. A YouTuber and student, because that's considered your occupation, I think. Yep. It is. I still put student down and everything, even though I'm technically not a student yet. Yeah, but you will be. <laughs> it's fine. January. Yeah. Um, saying all of that out loud makes me realize how much of a mess my career has been. But like, I didn't do you know college straight away and stuff, so it was <laughs> it was just work I for mean, me. It's sort of like a, a in the same vein. Do you know what I mean? Like most of that's in the same. Yeah, it's just kind of moving around within it, kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't realize you were taking orders for a pizza place. That's so weird. I don't know. I knew it was a pizza thing, but I did. I don't know. I thought maybe it was like tech support for the website. You know the way like when they have apps and websites, if they don't work, you gotta call someone. But it seems so weird that you call Macedonia to order a pizza in Canada. <laughs> You know, it is very weird, um, but they're a very big chain and it worked out cheaper, obviously, because you pay Macedonians far less than you would pay Canadians. Um, but we we weren't allowed to say that we were in Macedonia. So we had to say we were in Toronto. So I, I lived in Toronto, apparently. Um, if anybody ever Just hears from me, nine to five when you were in work, you lived in Toronto. Oh, I whatever, I whatever hours you five. It was not nine. Well, sometimes it was nine to five, like nine p.m. to five a.m. So, <laughs> and that is we've a, both worked yeah. night shifts then. Yeah, we've both worked night shifts, and we both know how absolutely fucking awful night shift is. Yep. At least you didn't have to physically interact with drunk people. <laughs> no, it was just over the phone, which was easier. So, but they're not great. They're not easy to understand, though. At any point, and I'm sure it's difficult on a phone. Then again, though, if they order a pizza and it turns up wrong, they probably won't care. That is true. But the you would be surprised how angry people get about pizza. Like people will call in and be like, "My pizza was cold. This is horrible, sir." They came to me, and then there was like one less piece of olive than I expected and like they would literally like I've been called a cunt and a bitch and like just had absolute hate spewing at me over pizza that I didn't even make <laughs> I know like I don't some people get weirdly like obsessive about stuff like you know me and my family we order takeaway every Saturday like our family thing we order takeaway on Saturdays but um like a few times we've had issues and if it's a place that we go to regularly we'll call them up and be like hey 
this didn't get sent or whatever. But we're ordering for like five people because my brother eats like two portions. So, you know, it's sort of understandable that something might get lost in the mix. And usually they're like, oh, we'll give you credit for next time or we can like send one of our delivery people out with it now. I'm like, we'll pick one. But like last week we had an issue with an order and it was a place we'd never been to before and it was a place we didn't plan on going back to. So we just let it slide. Because it's like giving us credit is not useful and it would take like 45 minutes for it to get here, at which point we've eaten everything every way. So there's no point. But I just honestly don't understand the people who call up in a fury about things because I'm like, this ain't my problem. Or like at the other place, at the chain restaurant I worked in, we had like, we were on the Just Eat app. So like, you know, we'd make food to take away, but Just Eat is the ones who, like, actually deliver it and everything. We're not responsible for that. The amount of times people will call up and be like, my order's late. And I'm like, did you order through us? No. Call <laughs> Just Eat, bitch. <laughs> the thing is as well, like, because I was customer service, not customer support. So it was not in my job description to fix your problems. Like, I would help you with things that was to do with making your order not my pizza was cold give me credit so yeah my cat has decided to join the podcast i saw the tail behind the table and i was like cat i did not see the tail (laughs) so but the thing is i would tell people i would um they would call start screaming at me i'd be like i'm just gonna transfer you over to customer support and they would say no fix it for me i'm like i physically cannot but I don't, I don't have access to those systems. I don't have access to that system. I don't even know how. I'm not trained for that. What do you want me to do? I'm not even in Toronto. Um, I'm sorry for the bang, everybody. My cat's ass just hit the microphone. There's not much I can do about she that. She bootylicious. She bootylicious. She's decided to be needy. She opened the door to my room. I just came Genius. in. She's a very smart kitty. Aren't you very smart, Kitty? You don't have to worry about customer service. No, you don't. <laughs> I think um, it would be interesting, though, to talk a little bit about nights. Because I think we had, well, we definitely did have different experiences. But, like, how did yours go? I was actually thinking about this the other day. And in the grand scheme of things, night shifts weren't that bad. Because, so I worked on O'Connell Street, which is, like, the, like you used to live near there. It's one of the busiest streets in Dublin and this is like one of like a popular chain restaurant like fast food place in Ireland so like we used to get so many people in and because it was like American style like 50s diner you used to get a lot of tourists in as well so like the place would be packed there'd be lines out the door sometimes during the day but like at night there was no one there And a lot of the times when there were people there, they were drunk. And they didn't care if we were sitting in the booths chatting to each other because we had nothing to do. You know, like, it was a lot chiller. But at the same time, like, there were issues. We had security at the door, which I think describes the kind of work. I don't ever want to work somewhere where I need to have security on the door ever again. Because it's not a fun work environment. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you'd also get... I never had an experience with it, but I know people have had issues with druggies in the area coming in as well. Um, I know that my friend who was the supervisor there had to like kick people out the bathroom sometimes, call ambulances for people, things like that. People got in fights. I remember I wasn't working New Year's Eve. One of my friends was working New Year's Eve and she was saying like there was a huge fight out front 
and a friend of ours who'd quit recently like just came to say hi to everyone and she called him up and she was like you're gonna have to come around the back and i'll let you in the back door because there was a huge fight going on out front like the supervisors and the security had gotten like in a fight with people and they had to call the guards and everything and it's just like i don't know it was just it was it was like the night like the quiet nights were great but the other issue with the night shift is it was never just like 11 p.m. to like 5 or 6 a.m. Like I think the latest I ever worked was 6 a.m. Because the latest we closed was 5 and then it took us like an hour to clean up everything, you know, at the end of the day. Um, but like it was never like you never just worked the night, like the, the midnight night shift kind of thing. You always had to work like part of the evening shift as well, which is like, Anytime I was working a night shift, it was always like an 11 hour shift, like 10, 11 hours. And I'm like, I do not want to be like dead tired, about to fall asleep and then going out into the pitch black of Dublin night because that is not safe. I am a lone woman. The only place that is open is the McDonald's next to us. And it got druggies in it. I really don't want to hang out there until public transport starts running again because the there's a night bus in Dublin that comes every two hours, but it stops running at four. So sometimes I had to leave work early, which I always felt bad about, to catch this four o'clock bus. But in retrospect, I was like, I shouldn't feel bad about this. You know this in advance. You should stop calling me in for night shifts. I literally live the furthest away of every single person who works here. Stop calling me in for a night shift. I can do mornings. I don't, I don't like getting up early, but I would prefer to get up early than be hanging around Dublin City for an hour at 6 a.m. waiting to get home with a bunch of druggies so it's just like I I liked the night shift in the sense that there was a lot more camaraderie because we had time to just hang out and chill and chat with each other and then like when you're doing cleanup at the end of the day when the whole place is closed you know you can just sort of like mess around and stuff because the supervisors that are working the night shift they don't care they don't want to be there either but like everything else about the night shift sucked yeah no night shifts are hard the thing is my that customer service job it was only night shift like it that was just the hours because it was for canada and there was no like getting to hang around with people because it's on the phone you know it was literally besides my breaks eight hours call after call after call after there were no breaks that's why i ended up getting chronic laryngitis and i had nights where like my voice would be gone and i couldn't leave like I couldn't even until the customers physically could not hear me speaking because my voice was so broken. And then they'd be like, well, there's no point in you being here, I suppose. So it was like really awful. And everybody in that job was exhausted and everybody was depressed. And everyone was like, this is just the absolute worst. And the thing was as well, we were expected to work holidays. And like, so I worked New Year's. My shift started at 11 p.m. on New Year's to work Christmas and Halloween is the busiest time of year. So work two 11 hour shifts in a row for Halloween. It was just awful. It was awful. Like the whole thing is a blur to me as well. I only remember like very small bits. Um, the only good thing was I was good at that job. Like I, I know it sounds like it's a hard thing to be bad at, but it, you can be bad at it. There were people there who were just bad at the job. Like they were slow. They were inefficient um, I had like the fastest talk time or something because the whole idea was our, our calls were timed. So, you know, if you had a faster call time, you were doing well, whatever. 
Yeah. But, I would imagine also not losing your temper at people was part of the job as well. Oh God, I only lost my temper once. Well, I mean, like, I would get mad, but, you know, you, you hold it together. They can't yeah. see you, so you'd just be flipping them off, you know, at the computer. I've literally done that before when my computer's running slower or something. I'd be like... Yeah. But there was one time, there was this woman. I still remember her to this day. Uh, actually, you know what? I shouldn't gender her. I don't know if she was a woman. But I'm just going to say she, because I'm going <laughs> to... She whatever my cat is stuck to me currently her nail got stuck in my leggings um so i'm trying to remember what happened so she called me up we would take the phone number and then pick up a delivery if it's delivery take the address um so she was doing a delivery and sometimes depending on the dresses or where you live you won't have a guaranteed time so for most orders, there's a guaranteed time of 40, 50 minutes. Otherwise, you know, you get the pizza for free, whatever, which like never happens. For her dress or whatever was going on, or maybe the shop was busy that day. I don't know. The system just tells me that's all the information I had. There was no guaranteed time. So at the end of the order, I said, oh, there's no guaranteed time. Should be about 40 minutes. So. And she lost it at me. She was like, I need a guaranteed time. I have to blah, blah, like freaking out, screaming at me, calling me names, calling me stupid, calling me incompetent. She was like, you have to go back and fix this. And I was like, there's nothing I can do. Like, this is the system. And she's like, I had this problem last time with another girl. And she, I had to get her to fix it for me and blah, blah. So I was like, oh, so you bully all of the, the customer service people i'm not the only one then and she was like she kept me on the phone for 20 minutes keep in mind i averaged a call time of between one to two minutes she kept me for also 20 she's minutes. delaying her own food i would presume yeah the food could have been there by the end of this stage but she kept me and screamed at me and like i couldn't get her off the phone i kept saying i can transfer you to customer support if you want because that's what we're supposed to do if they're like freaking out and don't want to do the order because something I can transfer you to customer support. No, I need you to fix it. Like, well, I can't because there is no physical way on the system for me to fix this. It just tells me I have no control over it. And I think in the end, I called her a cunt and I hung up because I was just so mad. And I'm pretty sure it was like near the end of my shift. I was tired. It was probably a Saturday and Saturdays are, as you can imagine, the worst for pizza. Um, I just had enough. And I remember her still to this day. There was another woman who really pissed me off, but I didn't lose it as much. So, I mean, yeah, I can imagine that. I just, when you were saying there, Shuthi Allen, how you were reminding me of a time where my friend was working. So there was about four or five supervisors and one manager at the place I worked. And so like you'd have two supervisors on at a time or like the manager and a supervisor. And, Obviously, the best days were the days when the manager was not in. Did not like her very much. Um, but this day, it was, except for, yeah, on the night shift, then it was only one supervisor. So I can't remember what time it was. It was pretty late. So just my friend was working as the supervisor. And this guy is a year younger than me. So he's he was like 19, he was 20 at the time, maybe, like the youngest supervisor there. He was on his own because it's night times. So they only need one supervisor. And this guy, I can't remember what happened. He was drunk when he came in and like security had been like, you might want to keep an eye on him. He seems a bit like he's going to start causing trouble. And um, 
so my friend came up to me and he was like, don't worry about that guy. I'll serve him. He said it to like everyone. He was like, I'll take care of him because we need to keep an eye on him so nobody else serve him so that we don't have any confusion going on about what's happening. I need to make sure that I know everything that's going on because I guarantee he's going to start causing trouble and I don't want to have to like turn to one of you and be like, okay, what happened here? And um, so he was like, oh, I'll take it. I was like, okay. And I don't know. I can't remember what happened. I think he like ate literally like half his burger and then complained that there was an issue with it. <laughs> you know, he like ate the max he could before he complained so that he'd get the food for free while like eating most of it. And so my friend literally like points this out to him. He's like, you ate most of that. Like, I, like you can't give out about whatever the complaint was. It was like, this is not something you would only discover halfway through a burger. And I'm not giving it to you for free. And he started calling a rap boy and you're just like, shout out. This is like a 20 year old kid on his own at like 1 a.m. or whatever. And there's just this drunk, huge guy yelling, like, oh, you rap boy. And like his name was on his name tag. So he's like calling him by, out by his name and everything. And he was like, you can give, you give me my food for free. Like, I know how this place works. I'm a customer and all this. And security had to step in and then he still wouldn't go away. Because they wanted him to pay. Obviously, they didn't like... A lot of the times if people cause a fuss, we'll just be like, it's not worth it. Just leave. But because we're like, they were pretty sure this guy had done this once before in the place, which is why the, the security guy had been like, keep an eye on him. So they were like, no, we're not letting you walk out again because you're just going to come back and keep doing this. So they tried... They were trying to keep him in the store while also like not physically you know like holding him in the store and they called the police and the police had to come and it was like a whole thing and I was just like I hate this job sometimes nightmare holy hell sometimes. Sometimes. I was wondering though when you were saying so you worked night shifts like all the time it was all just night shift mm-hmm. do you think obviously it's bad because you didn't have a lot of breaks and you were talking a lot but do you think if you were working in like another job or something do you think having all night shifts is okay? Do you know what I mean? Instead of like, I used to work day shifts, midday shifts, night shifts, evening shifts. You know, like I, I could work four days in a row and I'd never work the same shift twice kind of thing. Do you think it was easier to work like all night shifts or do you, would you like it to like move around a little more? Honestly, I would have preferred to have moved around because you'd think that you would adjust to it being nights you would adjust to like that's when you're awake you don't adjust you never adjust you're always exhausted like I literally I spent all of my time sleeping and that's not an exaggeration like I would sleep I would wake up to eat something I would go back to sleep and then I would wake up to go to work that was all I did unless I had a day off in which case like I tried to stay up basically so I could have a day to do something, but I was always tired and everybody else was the same. We were all always tired. Like we all just spent our time sleeping because your body, as much as you might think you're nocturnal or whatever, your body's not actually built for that. And considering, so the shifts could start, as far as I remember, any time between 8 p.m. and 1 a.m. And then you could be working 8, 9, 10, maybe 11 hours if it's a really busy night or Saturday or something. So by the time you get home, at the very earliest, you get home at like six and then you go straight to sleep. So 
if it hadn't moved around, I think I would have had like a week here and there where I felt like a little bit normal and could have maybe even socialized or rested and prepared for the next week. And just to, for context here, I worked nights a year and a half, I think. So you really do not adjust. Yeah, like that's that's a time period where you should have adjusted if you could have adjusted. It's not like you're only there a few months or something. Oh, yeah. Because I was just, I always figured, because my schedule is constantly moving. Like the, the thing that annoyed me most about this place is that there was no set schedule at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not as if some people started 8 a.m., worked until... 1 p.m. and then someone came in at 12 p.m. worked until 8 p.m. you know what I mean like there wasn't blocks of schedules you could be working like 4 to 10 one day and then be working 5 to 9 the next day and it just and you could get asked to stay longer at any point or asked to come in early at any point so like I remember the worst time for me was I was working four days in a row. So I was on a 16-hour contract. I don't think ever once did I work 16 hours or less. I was working just under full-time most of December, which makes sense because it's Christmas, it's the busiest time. But I'm like, I should not be working nearly 40 hours a week on a 16-hour contract. Mm. I should not be working near full time. But anyway, I was doing four days in a row and it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that Monday I had a test worth 80% of my overall grade for a class that I had failed the 20%, the other 20%. So I had to get at least 50% of that test to pass that class. I was stressing so hard about it. And I told her, I was like, I, I don't, I can't do these four days in a row. You know, I have a test on Monday because I gave her my like test dates weeks beforehand. And she was like, there's no one to replace you. You just gonna have to work. I'll see you about Sunday. I'll see if maybe I can get someone else in on Sunday. And I was like, no, you're not. Cause you always say that. And then you never get anyone in, even though like, you know, it's an easy swap half the time you know, people would just end up swapping shifts with each other because trying to go through the manager and do it officially never worked because she just didn't actually bother. It would be one thing if she said, here's the schedule, find someone to swap with because, you know, I don't want to do it or I don't have the time to do it. That would have been fine. But that's how it worked. Half the time you just had to come across the schedule randomly and see that someone wasn't working your day and was working a day that you weren't working and see if you could swap with them or something like that. You had to figure it out by yourself, which is so annoying. Anyway, so we're doing these four days and it was Friday night. I was doing a night shift, but I was supposed to be finished at half three, I think, with enough time to get the four o'clock bus home. This is half three at night to get the 4 a.m. bus home, which would have been fine. But we were really, really busy, so they asked me to stay because everybody else was working till closing, so they couldn't ask anyone else to stay. And I was like, okay, because in reality, they're not asking you. They're telling you that you have to stay. So I was like, yeah, okay. And originally it was like, oh, just stay a little while, and then, you know, maybe we can, you can just go, like, run and catch your bus. But then when it was getting, like, 5 to 4, they were like, uh, no, no, we're going to need you to, like, stay, stay. I was like, okay, fine. 
So I stayed. And then I had to call my dad to come and pick me up because I missed the bus. And the next thing leaving was until 7 a.m. So I was like, not sticking around that long. So I called my dad to pick me up. And we were, we'd closed and we were cleaning up. And I went home early for cleanup. You know, like usually when you're cleaning up, you're like, stay until everyone is gone. So, uh, but I was like, oh, my dad's here. And they're like, okay, well, we made you stay late. So uh, we don't need this many people really to be helping clean up. So I went home and then, I mean, it was about 6 a.m. by the time I got home. And I get a call the next morning at 11 being like, can you come in early for your shift? And I was like, I live an hour away. So it's going to be like half 12 by the time I get in and they were like yeah no that's fine just come in early and I was like great four hours of sleep was fun and then I was supposed to be so that was Saturday went in early Saturday I was supposed to be working Sunday I called in sick and then the next week she was like if you can take medication for it if you find you have to come in to work and I was like hey bitch I told you I couldn't work those four days and then you made me come in on four hours of sleep which is illegal so don't give out to me for calling in sick on Saturday Sunday especially because that Saturday when I was working my manager was in which was annoying and she was like oh Megan like, you need to look happier. You need to look more awake. You look so tired. And I was like, because you're tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I worked for You made me stay late last night. And you made me come in early this morning. I had four hours of sleep. Of course I looked tired. And I was like, I literally said to her, I was like, I worked late last night and I came in early today. I'm very tired. She was like, oh, maybe you should put a bit of makeup on. oh my god this is another woman saying this to me as well and i was just like you know what i'm done with this place i also love that when i did quit she was like you need to give me two weeks notice because i told her i'd gotten a new job i'm air quoting for anyone just listening to this i had not gotten a new job um but i told her i had a new job that was starting next week because in reality i was going to london for three days next week and i'd forgotten to tell her i hadn't forgotten i knew i was quitting i just hadn't she hadn't been in the week before while i'd been working so i couldn't tell her and i didn't want to tell her over the phone or by text because i felt like that was like really shitty so i was like okay i'm gonna tell her now um then, no this was like this was sunday and I had one more full week of work and then I was leaving like the, you know, the week after. And like, she hadn't been in the rest of the week, so I hadn't been able to tell her before. So I was like, I've gotten a new job uh, starting the Monday after next, so I can't work here anymore. And she goes, you can't do that. You have to give me two weeks notice. And I go, because I read my fucking contract. Actually, I'm still in my training period, so I don't have to give you any notice. I can leave tomorrow if I want. And she goes, you have to be fair. And I'm like, you've never been fair to me. Why do I now have to be fair to you? Fuck off. Oh, my God. She sounds horrible. I was so done. I was like, I can't deal with it. And then it turns out the friend that I had who was the supervisor there ended up well while we were in because we were all in london together a big group of us 
And while we were there, he got a call saying that he was moving to a different branch. So I was like, I got out of there at the right time because I was going to run out of friends very quickly. Oh, God. That's awful. <laughs> like, that's really, that's something else. And so, See, the thing is, that place, it's all, everyone who works there are either foreign or students. So they're hoping you're stupid enough not to read your contracts or, you know, like, know the rules or that you're desperate enough that you'll stay there even though you do know the rules and stuff and i think she was just pissed that i read your contract <laughs> read my contract before i signed it like a normal human being should <laughs> oh my god what a piece of work honestly and i've never called someone a piece of work but she is a piece of work the thing that like locally with my with that company that i worked for because it was um there was different supervisors depending on the night which uh section you were working in and then there was the big the main manager and then the the team leads and stuff so all the supervisors and management were really nice they were really really nice like the the big boss was not but we never saw him because he didn't live in the country um but all management were nice but the job i worked after that my boss was crazy like I need to compose myself for a second right so like that job was real easy it was six hours a day I just had to write like three articles a day that was it it was fine like it was not a hard job but so when I got there there was a camera in the office which I didn't really think too much about it was like pointing at us which it's legally it's not supposed to do um one of the girls who worked there has a degree in law and she was like, yeah, that's, no, that's against the law. It's supposed to be pointing either at the door or at like some kind of, um, like if it's a shop at the cash register, the till or whatever. Yeah. So it was not legal, but I didn't really think too much about it. Cause you know, I just got in there. Apparently what had happened before I had joined, there was a whole big thing about him installing the camera, the boss, because he said he was going to install it. And all the people who were working there were saying, no, we are not comfortable with that. We don't want you to do that. And the girl who it turned out I had replaced got fired, not for this reason, obviously, but she had made a fuss about the camera. She had made the biggest fuss about the camera and she no longer worked there. So I did. So there was this whole big thing about the camera anyway. And like everybody was paranoid that he was like watching us all the time, which I think he was. Um, and that people thought maybe he was like tracking what we were doing on the computers. Cause like sometimes you would open Facebook just to check for five minutes, whatever. But a little while after that, he installed a microphone in the office up on the ceiling. Didn't tell us, did not tell us one of the girls saw it and we all went into the kitchen like all of us who worked there because it was not a lot of us it was like four or five to be like what is this like is that actually a microphone so we all agreed we would go in and we would talk to him like did you install a microphone he said yes (laughs) I did and we said we're not comfortable with that and he was like well it's there now and he said he had wanted to put it he said this to us he had wanted to put it in the wall so we wouldn't have to see it, but he couldn't for insurance reasons. I'm pretty sure it's illegal to record people without their consent. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
I, I stopped working there pretty soon after that. I'm like, this is a terrible working environment. And he started singling me out, like me specifically, even though I didn't cause any problems. And I think he wanted me to quit because the company had stopped doing as well. Like financially. Well, they wanted to reduce the numbers, but they didn't want to like let people go. Yeah. So um, I think financially, like we weren't doing well. And so he started singling me out. He told me I was not allowed to take my phone out of my bag, but only me. And he would give out to me about stuff. Like it was really weird. And I was already like, I had been on the fence of like, do I want to just quit this job with the microphone and the complete invasion of privacy and yeah. absolute psychotic man here and what happened was then as soon as he started giving out about the phone and everything else was like right I'm gonna quit but I'm gonna wait and use up my holidays um I'm gonna use them for next week because I had like two weeks left so I went into the office like I'd asked him at the start of the day can I come see you in your office later he's like yeah fine um and I had been planning to tell him I'm gonna take my two weeks holidays then and then when I came back I was gonna quit but as soon as I went in he was like he started talking. He was making no sense. He never made any sense, but basically he was letting me go. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, the company's not doing well, but it took me ages to figure out that's what he was saying because he was not clear at all. Oh yeah. But the thing was, I was being let go from tomorrow because this is illegal, but when you join the company, he would make you sign a termination agreement preemptively so that he could just sign it whenever and oh, yeah. so that you go immediately which is not legal, but I just signed it. I don't know what, I'm never going to do that again. But I was, to be honest, I was happy. I was like, oh, well, and now I don't have to quit because, you know, quitting is like <laughs> really yeah. scary. So I went home and I was like, I don't work there anymore. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> not being recorded anymore. Fantastic. But he was crazy, crazy. It's the only like really bad manager I've had the thing was he was also like weirdly nice so it was it was weird like and he, yeah. once or twice he took us out for dinners and stuff and he would chat to me about things I'm like you confuse me I don't know how to feel about you so, <laughs> I get that I yeah get that. but in all my other jobs the managers were good what were you gonna say I know I, I was just saying I had to kind of laugh when I quit because I think the reason she was so pissed that I quit is because, so I quit like the first week of January and over the Christmas period, about four people had quit <laughs> and the only people they'd hired, they hired a bunch of people like me included before Christmas. Now I got hired in October. I was like the earliest Christmas hire, you know, like for the Christmas rush. And then, um, there was like two, three other people hired like a month or two after I got there for the Christmas period. So like now that the, the holiday period was over, they had enough staff because obviously they'd overhired, you know, in anticipation of, of how busy it was going to be Christmas. But the main issue was that all of us who had quit were the ones who were decent at our jobs. And all the people who had stayed were the people who were hired before Christmas, but were hired so close to Christmas that they'd never been trained properly. And a lot of them had very broken English, which like, I have no issue with people who, who can't speak English like fluently. It's a hard language. I completely understand. I'm shit at like every language I've ever tried to learn except Irish. And that's only because I was forced to grow up with Irish. Um, <laughs> 
So like, I completely understand. And I think if they've been given the proper training, like I hadn't even been given the proper training and I was hired back in October, you know, like I should have had, you know, for someone who's fluent and has kind of done this sort of job before. And, you know, I feel like I should have, you know, caught on quickly with everything. I could have been properly trained. They just sort of seemed to give up halfway through November, but whatever. And um, yes, yeah, so they hired all these other, these like two or three other people. And they used to, the manager and some of the supervisors used to give out shit. They were like, don't let so-and-so take orders. They're not allowed to take orders. They always take them wrong. And I'm like, yeah, that's because no one ever showed them how to take orders before. So you had these like three people who literally couldn't do anything and we're all rushing around and the customers are like, can someone take my order? And I'm like, yeah, hold on a minute. And they're like, oh, but what about them? They're not doing anything. And I'm like, yeah, they're not allowed to take orders. (laughs) And it got to the point where like, I had to ask them to help with things and I'd only been there a month longer than they had, but like they literally had nothing to do and no one had told them what to do when there was nothing to do. So I was like, um, can you maybe help with the, KP and stuff and they're like yeah okay like they were more than happy to help it's just they didn't know what to do because they hadn't been properly trained and so I had to laugh when I left because I was counting it up and I'm like especially because my friend who was the supervisor ended up getting moved to another store so I was counting it up and I was like there is like three competent people left and there is no way you can spread them across all the shifts so you're gonna have some shifts with some duds for a while and that is your fault Oh my god, the management there sounds so shit. Like, why would you not just train the employees to do the job so they're not just standing there doing nothing? I don't understand. Yeah, like, when they hired me, so I, when I was hired, I was sent to Donnybrook to train because it's a smaller place and there's very few people there. So, you know, it's even though you know you're working in this place, they send most people to Donnybrook to train and then they'll send them back once they're done. I had one training day at Donnybrook, which was barely a training day. And then they were like, yeah, we're busy. So everyone's being just sent to their stores to work, to finish their training there. So I got sent to the busiest like restaurant of all of them during the busiest time period to train. And I was like... Who thought this was a wise idea? Ah, it's so annoying. And like, the other annoying thing is the two people who own the franchise would like pop in on occasion because South Down Street, which is up there, it's maybe like a 20, 15 minute walk. It's like off off Grafton Street is where head office is. So they're only like a 20 minute walk away from where we are. So they drop in on occasion and start working like in the kitchen and as waiters and we had like those um computer screens where like once you take in an order you go over and you put the order in the computer screen and it goes into the kitchen and the amount of times I walked past the computer screen and I was like who forgot to send the order because someone had put an order in but had forgotten to send it to the kitchen and like I've done that on occasion because the screen sticks sometimes so you hit send but it doesn't actually send so, you know, the first few weeks, I maybe did that once or twice, but then, you, you know, you learn to wait and make sure it actually sends. But the amount of times you'd walk past, you're like, who did this? And then you realize it's the guy who owns the place. So you can't give out because he owns the place. But you're also like, can you please fuck off? Because you don't know what you're doing. Oh and then his wife's there in the kitchen helping the chefs. And the chefs are like, fuck off. Oh my God. And you're just like, leave. 
And they used to pop in on occasion. And I'm just like, can you not, please? Oh, dear Lord. I got to say, though, my current manager is the best manager I've ever had because I'm self-employed now. (laughs) (laughs) And I know what I'm doing. And I'm very lenient when I need breaks or time off. Yeah, like I, I liked the place I was working last because like I said, it was it was just like a family run. It's a cafe during the day, but it's like a bistro restaurant at night. So I was working at night. And the upside of working at night is that I had a set schedule. It wasn't like changing every week. It wasn't like doing crazy shit. I didn't get my schedule on Sunday, even though I might be working the next Monday, you know which was like one of the annoying parts with the last place I worked is I could never plan things ahead. People would be like, oh, you want to hang out next week? And I was like, can to wait till um, 1230 on Sunday? And then maybe I'll have my schedule, but maybe not because sometimes they're late with it. So, you know, but like with this last place I was working, I worked five to nine and sometimes I'd have to stay longer, you know, like depending on if, you know, there was customers there or if the place needed like a deeper clean or whatever. But it was five to nine, four days a week. It was perfect. And then um, I got fired. <laughs> I didn't get fired. Me and my brother. So my brother worked as sort of like the chef, this chef's like assistant, like a prep chef in the kitchen. And I worked as a waitress. And because the place was so quiet, I was the only waitress. So I was like, like the guy who owned the place was there. But he was always sitting in the corner. Half the time he was napping, which was slightly hilarious because we always used to take pictures of him. Um, and he'd like have people coming in and out because he owned like a packaging plant and he owned like a few different businesses. Like we were in an industrial park, so he owned a few businesses like around us. So he'd have like different people coming in. And he like he was one of those people who knows everyone. You know what I mean? Like some people would be like, oh, I was just driving by. I thought I'd see so-and-so was here. And I was like, yeah, he's in the back. <laughs> you know, like, it's just one of those kind of, like, community places. Um, so, like, he didn't really care what I was doing as long as I was doing my job and I wasn't, like, bothering people. So I was kind of, like, in charge of myself because he wouldn't tell me, like, when to do things and when not to do things. And, like, the chefs used to just be like, you want food? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. And they'd, like, make me a whole dinner for free <laughs> and all this stuff. And, like, I got to make – because the most of the price of coffee – surprisingly is actually making the coffee so if we wanted drinks from the fridge like coke or seven or anything like that we'd pay half price for it but when it came to the coffee he was like there's no point in you paying a couple of cents for that because most of the price of it is you making it so we got that for free my brother and i tried out a lot of different types of coffees to find what we want because i had to make them all and so you know it's just a nice kind of chill place and because of covid it was quite quiet like my brother had worked there before COVID. I had only started after lockdown. The first lockdown had lifted. And he was saying, oh yeah, there used to be two waitresses and it used to be a little more busy. But because of COVID, there was only one waitress. There was only me now and it was a little less busy. But because I was the only one there, it was sort of like evening out, I think. Uh, and it was nice because you had like your regulars who came every Thursday and they have a nice chat with you. You know, it was a nice chill place. But like it... It went from being slow to kind of like reaching the point where maybe two out of the four days, it was a little too busy for me to handle alone. But because it was only two days, like you couldn't really hire someone because you're never sure, you know, when that was going to happen. Then it started going downhill again. And so he eventually came in to me and my brother one day and he was like, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to let the two of you go because we're closing the bistro. 
because it's just not doing well. Okay. But then the next week we went into lockdown. So technically I never left (laughs) (laughs) because I still had two more weeks of work. And then a week into those two weeks, we got closed down because of lockdown. So technically I still work there, which is why I'm eligible for COVID pay. (laughs) (sighs) And why I've still got it on my CV. (laughs) That's fine. You work. I feel bad because like the last place I worked, I only worked there for four months. Because it was, like, so terrible. And, like, most of that four months was, like, over, you know, a break. You know, like, over the Christmas break kind of thing. And the reason I quit is because, well, A, I hated it. And, B, I'd been struggling when I only had two exams and very few classes. I was going into semester two. And I was like, I have way more classes this semester and way more assessment. And I can't do this because she doesn't care about anything that I'm doing, even though, like, when I started, she was like, oh, yeah, no, be sure to work around everything. Liar! Anyway, so I was like, yeah, I gotta I got quit, because this is gonna start impacting on my education, and there's no point in me working here. I, I was working there to get spare money so that I could, like, have lunch with my friends, go out sometimes with my friends, but I couldn't because I was always working, so I was like, there is really no point in me being here, and I've saved up quite a bit of money because I haven't been going out, so it's fine. Um, so, yeah, I'd only been there four months, and then this place, I'd only been there four months as well. So I was like, I'm going to keep it on my CV until January when I move to the UK and just hope that no one calls me out on the fact that I couldn't possibly have been working those last three months. <laughs> it's fine. Nobody will know. Everybody lies a little bit on their CV, I think. Like... I don't, actually, I don't, well, I don't really have to hand around CVs at the moment, so I guess that's fine. If I was to um, apply for a new job, I think, I'm trying to think if I would actually change anything. Would you list YouTuber as your current profession? (laughs) Oh, God, I didn't think about this. Um, because otherwise it's like a blank spot on your CV where you're not doing anything. Yeah. Which I might also look bad. Yeah. I don't think I would write YouTuber cause that just opens up a lot of questions. I think I would say, um, media expert, content creator and social media manager. Yeah. Because that is, that sounds, that's, that's what like, I'm doing. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. If I say YouTuber, they're just going to be like, uh, that's not a job, dude. I'm like, actually, it is. <laughs> yeah. Also, I always feel like saying I'm a YouTuber sounds kind of pretentious, even though like it's not. But it I just feel good. like it sounds pretentious. Yeah. Oh, God. I ha- the same I ha- with my like, like, it's the same with my like, master's program. It's, it's not pretentious, but it sounds pretentious. So I got to say it in a funny voice to self-deprecate myself before other people have a chance yeah self-deprecation is the best way to not look like a dickhead I've because so yesterday I told you I was at a conference um it was two day long conference and it was for dissociative disorders and stuff and DID and things so because I've covered a lot of DID drama a lot of the people there who were also watching knew who I was which I'm not used to and um (laughs) So there was like, it, we would just all be watching our cameras run on. It's all online. It was a Zoom thing. But then there was like uh, meetups afterwards, like an after party kind of thing. And people would know who I was and I didn't know how to cope with it. Like, I didn't want to be like, 
oh, yes, hi, it is me. But like, so the way I would deal with it, I'd be like, ah, oh, Jesus, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, what else do you say? I'm sorry, you have to know who I am. <laughs> I also think there's a bit of an Irish mentality of like, you could be the most famous person in the world and you'd still be like, nah, dude, I'm shite. Don't know what you're <laughs> on about. Shite. <laughs> I think even Jack Jacksepticeye still does that and he's at what like 23 24 million yeah. subscribers it is a very Irish thing to do and like also there was a the after bit uh yesterday which was the final bit so there was like a lot of people there with their cameras on and as soon as I joined somebody went Vangelina and I I couldn't tell who it was I thought I knew who it was like somebody that I actually talked to but I couldn't tell <laughs> I didn't know what to do so I just went hi <laughs> like it was, weird. it was weird it turned out it was the person I thought it was so that was fine because we actually talked to each other on occasion it wasn't just yeah. a random person who got excited because that I wouldn't know how to deal with that I'd be like why are you excited <laughs> I was like um I was uh I was on a zoom conference a few weeks ago and um, for archaeology stuff and um, one of the guys talking was, is a professor in the course that I'm going to, which is like a reason why I was watching it. Uh, also because like it's on the, it's on the stuff that I'll be studying. So the first guy did his presentation and then the second guy was doing his presentation and he was talking about like getting out of this and this is what we're kind of looking at, at in Bradford at the moment. And he mentioned this skeleton that my friend did her dissertation on. That, like that her whole dissertation is on this uh, child skeleton and he was like and, like there's some high up like the guy that one of the wings is named after is also doing a, a you know a lot more in-depth study of this skeleton so he was talking about that he was like oh you know professor so-and-so you know famous guy whatever is studying this but also Kiara has just finished her dissertation on this <laughs> and, yada, yada. and we were on one of those ones where it's like you can only see the presenters screen like no one else can see it because it's a conference so I texted her after us I was like oh my god congratulations for the shout out because you know like this is a conference full of like other people in our field kind of thing so you know it's probably very good for her that he shouted her out she was like oh my god I got so freaked out even though I wasn't on camera I felt like I was on camera and I was like ah! <laughs> I was like can't imagine yeah good shout out though yeah no but it's still great even if she got freaked out. That's actually quite amazing. I think it's better that you're not on camera, though, because I feel like, you know, if I had been on camera, you know, if that was me and I'd been on camera, I'd just been sitting there listening, and then all of a sudden someone would say my name, and I'd be like, <laughs> what do I do? Video off! Video off! <laughs> Same, though. Same, to be honest. I don't know. I wanted to ask you, was it the last episode where you mentioned that your university that you're going to be going to had a serial killer? Uh, no, I think that was our Instagram live. That was the Instagram live. Okay. Can we tell that here as well? Yes, obviously. You can't just mention that and be like, look, it, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Megan was saying basically that there was uh, a, a recent serial killer at the university. She's going to be doing her master's, which she couldn't remember if he did use a crossbow or not, but she was pretty sure he did. So I Googled it after the, the live and he did in fact use a crossbow, but not only that, he also ate the people. He's called, and he called himself this, the crossbow cannibal. 
alliteration. <laughs> Great name. No, it's funny though, because you sent me a screenshot of like the wiki search when you looked it up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the University of Bradford and it said on it, Bradford University. And I'm wondering, because there is a Bradford University and there's a University of Bradford, because that's oh. not confusing. But I was fairly sure he was in our university because the friend who told me or in my university, some, the friend who told me it said like he worked in a lab either like above or below the labs that the people from my degree use. So I was like, there's no way he's from the other university. So I wonder if Wikipedia got as confused as I'm sure everyone gets confused that there's two Bradford universities or university of Bradford and Bradford University. Because yeah, it should, I'm pretty sure it should be University of Bradford and not Bradford University. But maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Maybe I signed up for the wrong degree. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just found that funny. I was like, Wikipedia, you'll be drunk. <laughs> also, yeah, they're the same name, just backwards. So I mean, somebody has to write that. Like a human being has to write it. So it is possible mm. they got it mixed up. I do want to say, though, because I saw he had been studying criminology and I was like, I study criminology. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that freaked me out so much. I was like, am I going to be a serial killer? Is this how this works? And also I actually had to do, um, I didn't do this. I didn't do this, but I had to do this uh, assignment for my criminology thing where we had to write about current criminologists. And I was like, hmm, do I write about the crossbow cannibal? <laughs> but because they have to be currently working and I'm pretty sure he's in jail. <laughs> I would hope so, because yeah. I'm moving there. Well, might not be, but I'm moving. Oh, God. You will I be. still don't know what's happening. They still haven't emailed me back. For anyone who's wondering, during our Instagram Live, which is on Zan's YouTube channel now, if you're going to go watch it, I mentioned that my transcripts haven't been sent over and my accommodation is trying to charge me a year's rent even though I haven't moved in and I'm not supposed to move in for another two months. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell is happening there and no one's getting back to me. And don't say call them because I did call them and they still haven't gotten back to me. Oh and that was difficult because, well, actually I got my mom's call. <laughs> but still... I'm just kind of pissed. I'm like, dude, I've got at most exactly two months to figure this out because I'm supposed to be moving in exactly two months. I'm supposed to be moving on the 9th of January. So I'm like, can someone please aid me in this? Because with how slow everything is going, it's going to take me three months to get this all figured out. And I'd rather not miss my first semester of college. Hmm. Thank you. Jesus, I feel so bad for you. I can't imagine how stressful that is. I'd be freaking out, like honestly. I I'm I'm the kind of person who doesn't stress about something until it's way too late to fix it. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like I don't stress about exams until after the exam, at which point I'm like, you idiot, you should have stressed sooner. <laughs> you didn't study enough. Like I go into exam cool, calm, and collected, and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know anything. And then afterwards I'm like, well luckily I only have this is completely off topic now but I only have one exam for this semester and it's online for the other classes they're doing like essays and continuous assessment and stuff so that's handy but yeah I think we may have said everything that we can say about work indeed final thoughts read your contracts and don't sign a termination agreement before you've started the job (laughs) yep Definitely read your contracts. 
That, I think is a huge, yeah, huge thing to take away from all of this because I might still be stuck in that shitty job and run from I honestly think if I had said, oh, okay, I'll stay two weeks then, that she would have just kept pushing me to stay. Yeah, probably. She seems like the type. But the other thing is as well, always read your contracts for everything, not just work. But if you don't understand something in your contract, don't skip over it. Ask somebody for help. If you have to, find a lawyer somewhere or a law student who will understand the weird jargon that they try and confuse you with. Just ask. Because a lot of times they're not like it's they're not as scary as the contract makes you know things out to be. Because like when I was reading through mine, it was like some of this stuff seemed really scary. And then I just asked my parents, neither of whom are lawyers, by the way, or like went to law school or anything like that. I just asked them to look at this, and they were like, "Oh, that just means this or that." Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of the times it's not scary stuff. In fact, a lot of the times it's not even stuff that applies to you. It's just like stuff that they have to say about what they're going to do with your information or you know stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like yeah. half co- half of contracts don't apply to you. Yeah. But still read them thoroughly because the parts that do apply to you are, are very important. important. And also it means that you can sue them <laughs> if they <laughs> use your information incorrectly. I was actually laughing with a friend of mine because um she works at a like a newsagent's kind of place. And um she was saying at work they've got a list of everyone's names and phone numbers up on the wall so you can call each other to like swap shifts and things. But someone was using that to text someone like inappropriately and she kept telling them to stop and she brought it up to HR and HR were like oh we don't want to do anything about this and she was like what the hell and I was saying to my friend I was like well it's it's against GDPR to have your like your employer is not supposed to share your contact details with anyone else so it's illegal for them to have that list of phone numbers up and she was like oh I was like you should just tell your friend to threaten to sue them for infringing on her privacy <laughs> and then they might do something about it no they would definitely do something because they will know that she's well within her rights to do that yeah because like that's the issue with hr hr only works as well as the company wants hr to work yeah so when in doubt threaten to sue them because you read your contract <laughs> <laughs> read the contracts and then threaten to sue them with your no, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> read contracts and sue people that's the lessons for today well, I'd also like to point out to any future employers listening to this, I only hated that one job. I loved everywhere else I worked, and I'm sure I'm going to love working for you too. Don't take <laughs> this rant out of context and don't not hire me because you think I'm going to speak illy of you. I won't. Yeah. I didn't even name the place or anyone who works there, so hire me. Future employers, we only told the worst stories. We didn't tell the good ones because that's not entertaining. <laughs> it's all good. We're good employees. I only called somebody a cunt once, and she deserved it. Because she was a cunt. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't get hung up. Like, my mom was on the phone the other day about our COVID pay. Mm. And um, it took her ages to get through. I think it was like 15 minutes to get through to, like, a person. And when she did, she was basically just like, because when you're filling out the form online for COVID pay, which if you don't know, here in Ireland, we get paid once a week if you're unemployed because of COVID. And the pay depends on, like, what what pay bracket you were in beforehand. Um, so when you're filling out the form, you have to put in like your name, your address, your phone number, and the, the phone number, the place you're working for, you know, the name, address, phone number, the place you're working for. But when we tried putting, me and my brother tried putting in the phone number of the place we were working for, it wouldn't work because 
um, mobile, because landlines don't count. The form only takes mobiles. And I'm like, what business uses a mobile as their phone number? That seems very sus. So in the end, we had to put 089, which is the start of mobile numbers, like, a, yeah, like 02 mobile numbers here, in front of a landline number for it to accept it. <laughs> but oh my, my mom God. called them and she was like, this is the only way we can get it to work. And your one was like, I don't know, she just wasn't being helpful. She was like, just put in the phone number. We're like, yeah, but when we put in the phone number, work because it's looking for a mobile number and we don't have a mobile number. She was like, just put in a mobile number. She was like, we don't have a mobile <laughs> business. And then the woman hung up on her. Oh my God. It was like a, literally a two minute conversation about, we can't put in a phone number, put in a phone number. We can't put in a phone number, put in a phone number, hook up. Oh my God. That was it. Mess. And my mom was like, that, that, that took me 15 minutes to get that. Thanks. Oh my God. And I was like, you should call them back because they record that. So they'll have it on file that she hung up on you for like literally no reason. But my mom was like, no, because it'll take me 15 minutes to get back through them. She's yeah, to fair. Trouble, so <laughs> know when to fight and when to stop. Yeah, but I gotta say, your one was justified. That woman hanging up with my mother, not justified. Exactly. Well, guys, I think that's going to be the end of the work episode. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, let us know if you're watching this on YouTube or on another platform where you can comment what your worst work story is or weirdest or funniest or something. <laughs> I'd also like to know um, like embarrassing work things because like I said, I worked in a retro 50s diner, which meant really embarrassing work uniform. <laughs> I want to know that I wasn't the only one out there that had to wear an embarrassing work uniform. <laughs> Please. Yes, I have. literally have one photo in that uniform and it's a group photo, so I can't even show it, like, you know, on our Instagram or anything. If I can find one, I might, where I can, like, blur out other people. But, yeah, awkward <laughs> uniform. <laughs> well... Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're watching somewhere else, then follow us or do all the things that you can do to, to keep up with us, basically. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at CACU Podcast. So please follow us. You can find me as Vangelina Skov on everything and Megan on Twitter and Instagram as Megan underscore MCGOR or Megan McGraw on YouTube. Wow, look at her, my social media expert. Yes, and I would like to apologize for the people on YouTube that it is now dark. Uh, no Usually this is the other way around. I'm the one who's like in pitch darkness and you're the one who's like perfectly lit. Yeah, well, this time I am not lit in any, <laughs> any sense. Get yeah. lit. Get lit. Also, for anyone who was watching our live stream, stream on Instagram. Live stream. Live stream. We did mention that we want to be taking suggestions from you, our audience, on future topics. So now that we've got 300 plus subscribers on the YouTubes, maybe we can start looking at some suggestions for topics. Um, maybe tweet them would probably be the best. Mm -hmm. Root, would it? Yeah, add us on Twitter if anyone's got suggestions for topics for next time. I think we've still got a few rolling about, but it would be nice to know what you guys want yeah. to hear from us as well. 
Yeah, and at some point we might even do some Instagram polls or something like that or Twitter polls uh, just if we have a couple of ideas and we don't know which one to pick. So do follow our socials, please, and thank you. <laughs> also, watch Eunice Honest because there's only six days left, people. Oh, wait. There will only be... Oh, wait. I think they might have deleted the channel by the time this goes up. Never mind, Eunice Honest is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't watched it. Oh, dear. Well, guys, thank you for watching. Have a wonderful day other things that I could say that are motivational and love you all. Bye. Bye.